You know me, Brooke. I genuinely love when someone pays the time for their crime. Yeah, I'm just waiting for you to do time in prison for Magnet Gate, but for some reason, hasn't happened. How did I know Magnet Gate would be brought up today? I mean, you started it. Well, obviously that's... <laughs> Not specifically what I'm referring to. I'm referring to the case of rapper Mac Miller's accidental drug overdose. Mm -hmm. um, so the drug dealer who supplied him with the drug that ended his life is getting time in prison. Yeah, I mean, I love when justice is served when something tragic like this happens. So good. Yeah. I mean, we can't get Mac back, obviously, but justice does help a little. Yes, it truly does. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Tuesday, April 19th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so... That's oh, fun. yeah, <laughs> definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. Give me that, give me that hot sauce. It's always really tragic when we lose a rising star suddenly. Mm -hmm. And when Mac Miller died from a fentanyl overdose back in the fall of 2018, I feel like we were all just shocked. Yeah. But now, fortunately, finally, a little justice is being served. So one of the drug dealers responsible for selling him the drug that ended up killing him has just been sentenced to prison. Yeah. So investigators say that Mac died after snorting a painkiller containing fentanyl. Mm. And for those who do not know, fentanyl is a synthetic opioid, which is used to treat pain. It's similar to morphine, but the DEA says it's 80 to 100 times stronger. Mm -hmm. And it also becomes deadly when you combine it with other drugs or alcohol. Yeah. And in Mac's case, his death was ruled as an accidental overdose from a combination of fentanyl, alcohol, and cocaine. Mm. And Ryan Michael Revis was one of the dealers who provided Mac with the painkiller. And yesterday, Ryan was sentenced to nearly 11 years in prison. Mm -hmm. So like we said, Mac's death was an accidental overdose. But before he passed, Mac had been pretty open about his struggles with addiction. Yeah, I mean, he even said he was afraid of dying because he'd been doing so many drugs, mm -hmm. which he talked about in a 2015 interview with Billboard. Yeah, so he said, it just eats at your mind, doing drugs 
drugs every single day, every second. It's rough on your body. So Mac was last seen alive by his assistant on September 6th, 2018. And then the next morning, his assistant came back to check on him at his home in Los Angeles and found him unresponsive. And Mac was only 26 years old. Yeah. So sad. It is. It's it's an absolute tragedy. And even though he was open about his drug use, fentanyl wasn't one of his drugs of choice. Mm -hmm. And that's usually the case with fentanyl, which is just, it's such a scary drug. Um, And before Ryan was sentenced in court, Mac's mother, Karen Myers, shared a moving statement where she insisted Mac would never have willingly taken the drug. And prosecutors read her statement out loud in court. So Mac's full name is Malcolm James McCormick. And in the statement, his mom, Karen, emphasized how special he was to her, saying, My life went dark the moment Malcolm left this world. Malcolm was my person more than a son. Mm. We had a bond and kinship that was deep and special and irreplaceable. We spoke nearly every day about everything, his life, plans, music, dreams. She said Mac had a laugh that was infectious and bright. She even called their love for each other unparalleled and said her son's music and voice spoke to many people all over the world. Mm. Karen also stressed that he would never knowingly take a pill with fentanyl ever. Mm. He wanted to live and was excited about the future. And she added, the hole in my heart will always be there, which I can't even imagine. No. I I remember seeing, I think it was on Reddit, there was a picture of like a very tiny uh, clear vial that had literally like what looked like four grains of sand. Mm-hmm. And it said that that was enough fentanyl <gasps> to kill you. Oh my God. Like it's it's so deadly. I know. And we're seeing it so much. Yeah. Like so much now. People are just cutting drugs with it. And I, it's, it's horrifying. It's infuriating. <sighs> yeah. It's a lot of adjectives. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's bad. Yeah. So Karen's statement about Mac definitely played a big part, I think, in persuading the judge to give Ryan his sentencing. Yeah. He sentenced Ryan to 10 years and 11 months. Ryan asked for only five years, but he did at least acknowledge his part in Mac's death. Mm -hmm. So Ryan provided another dealer with the pills, which were counterfeit oxycodone pills. And he claims he was just the middleman and had no idea they were laced with fentanyl. And before he was sentenced, Ryan told the court he was unaware the pills he gave to Mac Miller had caused his death. Yeah. So he said he didn't know until he was arrested in Arizona a year later in September of 2019. But he did admit that he was a part of the problem. And in the court statement Ryan gave, he said, this is not just a regular drug case. Somebody died and a family is never going to get their son back. My family would be wrecked if it was me. They'd never be all right. Never truly get over it. Ryan also said he thinks about it all the time and said he's the lucky one in this case because he's still Mm. alive and has his family. Yeah, we know. Mm. Um, He also said he feels terrible and claimed, this is not who I am. My perspective has changed. My heart has changed. (sighs) Okay, well, then why were you only asking for five years then? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure Mac Miller wasn't asking for fentanyl. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't matter what you asked for. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I didn't know they were counterfeit pills. And it's like, number one, you shouldn't be selling these drugs. Yes. And number two, that's on you. It is. Obviously, we don't know anything about dealing drugs, but you should know your product. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's like, I I feel for everyone in the situation because stuff like this, yeah, it's an eye-opener, but it's like, it's too late. A life has been lost. Yeah, right. And I don't believe that he didn't know. Damn. Honestly. Okay. I mean... 
It's your supply. Well, he's the middleman. Oh, okay. But whatever. I mean, regardless, it's still a problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, nobody should be dealing drugs, whatever part of the situation you're in. Yeah. Um, so even though Ryan claims he feels remorse for selling the drug, the assistant U.S. attorney, Elia Herrera, told Judge Otis in court that Ryan continued to sell drugs after Mac had died mm-hmm. and said he was more worried about being caught than causing people to die. And Elia provided text messages that Ryan had sent a fellow dealer. Right. So in the texts, Ryan acknowledges that there was a problem with the oxycodone pills being laced with fentanyl. And the oxycodone pills are known as blues. Mm -hmm. And Ryan wrote, people have been dying from fake blues left and right. You better believe law enforcement is using informants and undercovers to buy them on the street so they can start putting people in prison for life for selling fake pills. Mm. And in court, Herrera claimed that Ryan knew that people were dying from fake blues left and right and knew that people were being put in prison for dealing them. And she said Ryan was not worried about people dying left and right. He was worried about getting caught. Yep. Which I think I might agree. I mean, and this is what happens with addiction. You don't care about anything but getting your next fix, your next bill. It's terrible. Yeah, it is. So now Ryan is doing time for his role in Mac's death, but he's not the only one who's responsible here. At this point, two other men have also been arrested and charged in the case. So Stephen Andrew Walter previously admitted that he supplied the fentanyl-laced pills to Ryan. He took a plea deal for a 17-year prison sentence last October. Mm. And feds say another man, Cameron James Pettit, had agreed to supply Mac with 10 oxycodone pills, cocaine, and Xanax on September 4th, 2018, which was only a couple days before Mac's overdose. Mm. But when he made the delivery to Mac... Cameron gave him the counterfeit oxycodone pills instead, and Cameron's case is still pending. Wow. Yeah. I just... I say they all go down, if I were the judge. Yeah. I mean, I know that this isn't the the time period for this, but I say hang them high. Whoa, okay. Wow, (laughs) you didn't come to play at all. Well, I, I, I don't know. There needs to be accountability. Like, I know in my town where... Like, I graduated high school. There have been so many drug-related deaths. Mine too. And especially with the pandemic, like, there are a couple people I went to school with. Yeah. Like, I, that I loved. One kid was, like, my little brother. And Mm -hmm. it's awful. Yeah. It's an epidemic. It it truly is. I mean, people are trying to cope. Yeah. And this is what they're turning to. And these dealers honestly seem like they're just saying things to be like, oh, I, I feel so bad. I feel so bad. But your actions aren't proving that you feel that way. Right. Right. And it's infuriating. Right. Yeah, I was I was playing devil's advocate earlier, but after reading those texts, yeah. I'm not feeling it. Good. I'm not feeling this at all. Good, I'm glad. I hate when you play devil's advocate. <laughs> Great, now I've got to keep playing devil's advocate. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. Give me that, give me that hot sauce. 
Are you tired of dating assholes? Do you want a Prince Charming? If so, we're filming a reality show. Sign up here. 12 American women are flown over to the UK for a Bachelor-style reality dating show. There are so many questions about a show like this because it's so odd. These women have been told that they were going to be dating the world's most eligible bachelor, Prince Harry. What? Y'all playing with me, right? You can binge The Bachelor of Buckingham Palace exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.